of Eddie's 366 movies in 366 days. We are running along here. That's right. We're almost uh, at the end of January. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Just 11 more months to go and we'll be all set. Uh, One of the things we're doing today is high school comedies have always kind of been a favorite of mine. I don't know why. I've always liked them. You know what I mean? Just one of the guys... Uh, even though Karate Kid, I kind of qualify as a as a high school movie. I don't know why, but uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Days to Confused. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Man, super bad. You know, so many, so many great ones in history. You know, that's where a lot of careers kind of start with a lot of these uh, these actors is in high school movies, right? Zac Efron. High School Musical, obviously, and uh, today we've got a we got a new one, right? Twenty twenty three, we got a new one, courtesy of Prime. That's right. We are checking out Sid is dead. My name is Sid Sandagger, and I have figured out the key to a long and happy life. Rule number one: Shut up. Most people don't get beaten up for what they don't say. What is the only effective method of contraception? Blood stuff. No. Rule number two, don't stand out. This applies to everything, from what you wear to what extracurriculars you're a part of. I would love to run with you. I should probably bet you against other candidates. The third and most important rule, don't mess with Chuck. You pogo stick riding douchebag. Well, this is what happens when you break all three of those rules in the exact same moment. To end your goddamn miserable life. Next time I see you, you are dead. Chuck is only going to be suspended for two and a half weeks. I have two weeks to live. You feeling okay? Everything that makes life good, I have to do it right now. I want all the memories. So you're going to do all of this in two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> what have I got to lose? With a like a ballerina! Where? you learn that thing? Fantastic figure skating for fabulous five-year-olds. I don't know what you're doing, but please keep going. If man. <laughs> I've been in love with her the entire time. I'm sorry, I don't even know what noise that was. You gave everyone hope. Look at all those people whose lives you affected. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of high school, I have loved... As your mother, do you want us to ask a girl out for you? What? No. Lost. Fallen. Risen. You ready? I am Sid Sandacker. Not again! And I have lived! All right, so we're checking out Sid is Dead. And as you can tell, Sid Sandbagger is his name. And uh, he's played by Joey Bragg. Now, for Sid, he kind of has figured out a foolproof system of making it through high school practically invisible to all i mean what kid doesn't want to be invisible right throughout high school but no he just uh figures if he goes unnoticed 
right? He'll never get picked on. He'll never get subjugated to to certain things. You know, he can always just kind of coast by, and he has these rules that he always goes by. Well, one day, he decides to break the, I think, most important rule of all, and that is he messes with Chuck, who's played by Justin Matthews. And, yeah, all those rules have now gone out the window. Chuck has threatened to kill him right at that moment. And after all the hoopla, he finds out that Chuck was only suspended for two weeks. So Sid, along with his friend Jim, played by Tyler Alvarez, decides that for the next two weeks before his death date, According to Chuck, he is going to do all the things he never got to do in high school. Uh, up to this point, they're senior. I, I, I'm assuming they're seniors in high school. Um, but he's going to do all the things that he never got to do, and he has a whole list like getting laid and so on and so forth. And yeah, and one of the most important things to him is that he wants to hook up with his longtime crush Tiff played by Genevieve Hanulis and he has a huge fan who eggs him on right so somebody else finds out um, I don't know if they I don't think they find out necessarily about his list I think they're inspired by the fact that he starts speaking out and they kind of egg him on, so he kind of goes with it, right? And he and he does all these wild and crazy things, like all of a sudden being on the hockey team to, you know, doing all these, you know, going on the debate team and and uh, not debate team, is it the debate team? No, he goes for student council. That's what it is. So yeah, he does all these crazy things that are so out of character for him, and uh, that's the adventure of this film. So yeah, uh, the film features some some you know classic people in the uh, in the world of cinema. Mary Stuart Masterson plays his mom, Kim Sandager, who is a lesbian, and uh, he's got that going for him. Along with Helen Hong, who's very funny, she plays the partner Janet. And uh, yeah, there's all sorts of supporting characters, so on and so forth, and. Um, I got to be honest, it's, uh, for the most part, the film is actually pretty good for the most part. I'm following along, but, you know, some of it is like, I mean, you have to suspend your belief because obviously it's a comedy. Obviously, there's a lot of things in here that are not going to work, right? Or at least you would think that somebody could not possibly get away with everything they're getting away with. Um, and how he just keeps getting away with it, right? Like joining, like all of a sudden taking over a hockey jersey and they discover that he's not even on the team, right? He's not, Well, at least he's not, he's not a player. He's just a water boy. But that would never, that would never fly, Right, you couldn't all of a sudden take over somebody's jersey, pretend to be them, then everybody finds out it's you, and then it's okay. There definitely 
would have been an investigation by the opposing high school that would have been like, no way, we're not going to allow this to happen. So this, this things you've got to suspend your your sense of belief with, you know, obviously with 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 this film, because certain things that just wouldn't happen. And then I think being fucked up on ecstasy, definitely, I think they, especially at a debate at, at a, I keep wanting to calling, I keep wanting to call them a debate. But it is a debate because it's, you know, somebody running for, you know, student, you know, class president and they're campaigning. So it's a debate because they're debating the other side. So, yeah, it is a debate. I keep wanting to say debate and it just, you know, comes out as a debate. But, um, yeah, so, you know, even being, uh, you know, messed up in ecstasy, they would have figured out. So they would have been like, what is wrong with these two? Right. And they definitely would have investigated it. So there's certain points to me that are just like, uh, how is this like, you know, but again, it's a comedy. You got to suspend your belief in it. Um, as far as how this ranks up to other high school comedies, in my opinion, I think probably some of the greatest, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, 3 O'Clock High, uh, which this this evokes a lot of. So think of this like three o'clock high, right? You messed with the bully. He tells you there's a deadline. Well, he doesn't necessarily tell you the deadline in this one, but obviously in three o'clock high, our main character played by Casey Semeco is told that at three o'clock, you're going to meet me outside and we're going to fight, right? So this one's kind of the same sense. It's like, hey, you've got till two weeks, and this dude's going to destroy you, right? So there's that idea. And this one kind of takes it to a different level because this is about all the things they would want to do before that two weeks, whereas in 3 o'clock high, Casey Semeco's just trying to escape with his life, you know, before it hits 3 o'clock. And he just can't seem to do it so so uh, you know again as far as how it ranks up there i think it's pretty good i think it's it's not bad it's definitely not super bad i think super bad is probably one of the ultimate ultimate high school movies i even think project x is another one that's up there um it would be interesting to rank all the greatest high school movies i can't buy me love I mean, I'm just, I keep rattling them off because there's so many amazing, and there's been always so many amazing films over time. It's such a great genre, the high school comedy drama, uh, genre, excuse me. So there's just so many, but this one I think is good. I think it's good. I think it's worth a watch. The only thing that is kind of, I'm not going to say confusing because it's not, I just kind of think it's it's uh, there's not enough emphasized into it is the whole idea of this new crush. She kind of she definitely sets up. So when you're when you're writing something, you need turning points, right? You need your main character to struggle at something, accomplish something and then struggle at something in order to keep the plot moving right in, in, in the right direction. And obviously one of the things is he discovers 
who this mysterious person is that is texting him and is encouraging him and he discovers it's a girl in one of his classes that was nearly invisible right herself she lets her guard down because she's kind of afraid of what you know a relationship with him could possibly do and she lets her guard down and then there's the turning point right she discovers the list right the list is exposed he is now being thrown out as a fraud so there's that can't buy me love kind of aspect to it right where everybody discovers Ronald in Can't Buy Me Love, played by Patrick Dempsey, is kind of a fraud because he paid that girl. I can't remember her name for the life of me now, but he paid that girl, you know, he bought her an outfit so that her mom wouldn't kill her and made her pretend as repayment, made her pretend to be his girlfriend for a month just to see if his popularity would climb. So there you go. There's another element. So this is like 3 o'clock high meets Can't Buy Me Love meets uh, Super Bad and everything else in between. It's in a, You can definitely tell the writers of this film were, were fans of 80s high school comedies. Uh, Peter Warren, Drew Fist, Tom Dolby, those are the guys that wrote this film. Uh, and kudos to them. For uh, for this film, it was a lot of fun. I loved the sidekick, Jim Vega. I wanted to punch him on numerous occasions, right? Because there's so many occasions that you know he's a annoying and b he blew up his spot. Just because you know what happens, man. You know there's always that friend that gets jealous, right? You know you got some success, and it's like. Where's mine? Like, why can't I be, why am I not able to do all the things that he's being able to do and so on and so forth? So there's always going to be those um, for sure. So there you go. That's my opinion on this on this one. I think for the most part, the writing is really good. It's just that one little element. I, I don't think they, I mean, it fits, I guess, and it gives, it gives Sid motivation to have the redemption because that's what the ending is always about the ending is always about redemption right it's redeeming it's it's always in a movie like this it's always the main character trying to redeem himself not for not necessarily for everybody in the school but for the girl that he loves because that's all that matters is that he comes clean in front of the whole school to try to win her back. And that's what it's all about. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's cool. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It's also, if you have Roku, it's also on the Roku channel. If you guys want to check out Sid is Dead. It's an interesting comedy. It's a high school comedy uh, that kind of picks and nitpicks from different high school movies of the 80s, in my opinion. Not necessarily the 90s. The 90s was a very different time for high school movies uh, because it was all about crazy-ass high school, like high schools, 
before uh, films like, you know, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and Can't Hardly Wait. So before those came out, you know, there was the time period where it was all about high schools that were tough. And, man, you'd be you'd be lucky to survive, you know, like the substitute and all that shit. Uh, I'm just a funnel of, you know, you know, I got a, so much knowledge on this because uh, it's my favorite genre, one of my favorite genres. So, yeah, I'm going to give this one a B plus for a final grade because I think it does do it, it, it does make an effort. And but I think it falls a little short from the top ones, but it's up there. So check it out. Sid is dead. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>